0: Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. I'm so glad you guys liked that song, man. Thank you very much. T- no, I heard you. Thank you very much, St. John, for setting up that cue. That was amazing. How good was that drama? I loved that. I loved that. Oh, mate. All right. So uh, it's really weird to hear my full name, Andrew Rogerson. Most people just call me Rojo. I'm Rojo. If I haven't said hi to you before. Hey, guys. I want to talk tonight a little bit about prayer. Uh, I want to talk tonight a bit about that thing that happens when we talk to God. And I'll bet you, even if you're in this room and you don't believe in God or you're not sure, I bet you that you've prayed about something at one stage in your life. Maybe it was when, you know, you broke something really expensive in the house and you were just praying that no one else in your family would find out about it, hey? Or maybe it was the other weekend when you're watching the football and scores are levelled with one minute to go and you're just praying for your team to get over the line and get those four points. Sorry, those two things were both me. That'd be right. Go Tigers. Yeah, thanks. Um, Now, I'm not some prayer expert. Let's just sweep that away now. Um, A few months ago, you might have seen me shave my head on stage, but... But... uh -uh, uh Uh-uh-uh. But I didn't do it so I I could become a monk, okay? That's not why I did it. I I still have a lot of questions about prayer, stuff that I'm working through. But I wanted to explore some of the, the roadblocks and the things that we have trouble with when it comes to prayer. And I think the first reason why we have trouble with praying and making that a priority is pretty simple. We just don't make time for it sometimes, there's something about being a young person, you know, with all, all the pressures and all the priorities and all the, all the commitments and all the responsibilities that can sometimes just fill our lives up with so much things that our, our lives can become crazy. Our lives can become kind of like a pinball machine where there's all these lights flicking off in different directions and you're here one day and then you overhear the other and your emotions are just all over the place, right? And with all that going on, all that craziness, Making the effort to slow down and to actually talk to God can seem really hard. It can seem like it's not that important, not that exciting. But I want to tell you that I believe God is the only one who understands you 100%. God's the only one who understands you with all your quirks and your weirdness 100%. Yeah. And that's kind of scary. The fact that he understands you more than your friends, your family, or even yourself. It's kind of scary, but it's also good because it means that you can't surprise God. You can't tell him something that he doesn't know. Blows my mind. There's a guy in the Bible called David. Are there any Davids here today? No Davids. What? That's like one of the most common names. All right. And I think, um, I think David really got this whole... God, knowing him 100% thing, right? So this is how David would talk to God. This is from Psalm 5. Oh Lord, hear me as I pray. Pay attention to my groaning. Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God. Listen to my voice in the morning. Lead me in the right path, O Lord, or my enemies are going to conquer me. Make your way plain for me. My enemies cannot speak a truthful word, Their deepest desire is to destroy others. But let all who take shelter in you rejoice. You surround them with your shield of love. Wow. So David, apart from being maybe the world's first emo. (laughs) No, it's good. I like it. (laughs) Can you see with the way he talks to God, he's unafraid. He's unafraid to... Just throw everything out there to talk to God about his anger, his doubt, his confusion, his joy. He talks to him about the good things as well. See, David's a great example because I think for guys like David, praying to God, talking to God, it wasn't just another activity that he could cram into his pinball machine of a life. But it was about relationship, the most important relationship, the relationship with the one who knows him 100%. And I think if we don't carry that kind of David attitude into times when we talk to God, prayer's prayer's probably not going to make a lot of sense to us. So the second reason why I think um, it's hard sometimes to talk with God is that uh, we don't know how to pray sometimes or even what to pray about. Maybe you're listening to those words from the Bible or you've watched someone pray and you thought, Man, I don't get it. I could never express myself like that. I don't have the words, you know? If you put me on the spot, I wouldn't know what to talk to God about. Well, that's you. There's some good news because there's another, even cooler guy in the Bible called Paul. Are there any Pauls here tonight? Man, this is going great, isn't it? (laughs) So Paul wrote this letter to a group of people who were really, really new to this whole following God thing. You know, finding out who he was, finding out how to talk to him. And he said this. It's a bit out there, but listen up. It's from Romans 8.26. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us With groanings that cannot be expressed in words. This is a bit out there, so let me um, break it down a little bit. So, the Holy Spirit, for those of you who haven't experienced that or heard that term, it's kind of like the membership card that you get when you decide to follow Jesus. So, it's something that's given to you when you make a decision to become what we call a Christian. And just like membership cards, it helps us to do a lot of things. It helps us to live for Jesus. And one of the ways it does that is it helps us pray. This is weird. This is mysterious. I don't understand this completely, but it's good. Because if you're in this room and you follow Jesus, the pressure's off. You don't have to stand here and be some, you know, Shakespeare person like Grace was before. How good was that, by the way? (laughs) You don't have to be like that. You just have to be honest with God. Tell Him how you feel. Like I said, you're not going to surprise Him. And the third reason why I think we find it hard to pray sometimes, and this is a real kicker, is that we don't always feel worthy, if that's the word. Things can happen to us or to people we care about. Things that make us doubt about whether God's on our side, about whether he's even listening when we talk to him, about whether he's doing his job. Or we might do things that God warns us not to do. That's called sin, and we all do it. We might do those things, and it starts to create this barrier and this relationship between us and God. And then we start feeling guilty, and we feel like, God wouldn't want to hear us anyway because we've messed up so much. Oh man, if only you knew, if only you knew how crazy God was about you, if only you knew how much he wants to love you and know you and grow you today and forgive you for the things that you've done wrong. And this message is written all throughout the Bible. Let me give you just a few examples From 1 John 4, God showed how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son, Jesus, into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins, the things that we were doing wrong. And from Romans 5, since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, Jesus, while we were still his enemies, while we were still doing the wrong thing, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. See, it's not about us. It's not about the things we've done wrong. God knows you 100%, the good and the bad, and he still came down to have a relationship with you. And I don't want anyone leaving here believing that God's not on their side. That would break my heart. And Jesus came to break down those walls that separate us and God. So let's get practical with this, hey? And rather than stand here and just say, okay, I'm going to get you all to do one thing and then, and then go. I want to encourage you guys to not be afraid of trying new things when it comes to praying. I think this is going to look a bit different for each person. If you're the type of person, maybe you're an introvert and it's helpful for you to be by yourself for a little bit, maybe, um, that sounds weird, Uh, by yourself for a little bit, maybe in a special spot in like your room or your house or your school, and that helps you feel closer to God and helps you talk to Him, then do it or try it if you're not sure, If if you've never tried that before. If you're the type of person who needs to go for a run or a bike ride and that helps, you know, clear your mind and that helps you open up to God, then do it or try it. If you're artistic and you, you know, you write songs or you write poetry or you paint and that forms part of your connection with God, of talking to Him, then do it or try it. Or maybe you've never prayed before and you need other people to help you with that or you've got questions about this prayer thing. Go to a leader and ask them. Do it. Try it. When Jesus was on earth... He encouraged his followers to pray simply because like we've been saying, God already knows everything we need. And he gave us this thing called the Lord's Prayer, which you heard in that drama at the end. But I went searching for another kind of model of simple, straight-to-the-point prayer, and I think I found it. It's this author called Anne Lamott, and she wrote a a book about uh, the three most common words that she would use when she was talking to God. And those three words were... Okay, everybody say, wow. wow. Great. Everybody say, help. help. Everybody say, thank you. thank you. Wow, help, thank you. Wow, help, thank you. So simple. Imagine if every time we talked to God, we started with one of those three words. And I'll demonstrate that for you in just a second. So wrapping up, as the band comes out, if you were to corner me and to say, hey, Roger, give me one reason why I should speak to God. Why is it so important? I would say, because God wants to speak to you. Yeah. And the things, the things he wants to say to you, right? The things he wants to to teach you, and to show you, they're going to transform you. They're going to transform your life. So buckle up, all right? But in order to do that, you've got to open your heart to Him and be honest, and just pray what's inside of you, okay? Let me pray for you really quick. God, we want to say, wow, because you're so great, and and yet... You love each one of us and you know each one of us 100%. We want to ask for your help to help us understand what it means to be friends with you and to help us when we mess up and we need forgiveness from you. And God, we want to say most of all, thank you, that we can come here on a Friday night and we can have this crazy party together that celebrates you, celebrates what you've done for us. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.